Hello， 大家好 ，Welcome to the Art of Hong Kong Geese by Dummy。I'm Dummy， 我系 Dummy。So I got a question on my Facebook Messenger a couple days ago from a listener. Uh, here's the question. I found out that there are some phonetic systems out there, like Yutpeng. Is it really necessary to learn these?、Uh, they seem very difficult for me to mimic your pronunciation. Sometimes, even when I look at the text on your website. And do you have any suggestions for me to start with the pronunciation, please? Excellent, excellent, excellent question. Thank you so much for asking. I think many other Cantonese learners might also be puzzled by the same thing. So perhaps I can start、uh, with kind of explaining、uh, the phonetic systems a bit,、uh, or I guess more formally they call it the romanization system. And、uh, which eventually you want to go for is definitely depending on which system you're most comfortable with. Now let me start with Yutpeng. So、uh, the English spelling of this word would be J Y U. Ping. So this system, Yutpeng, is one of the most widely accepted and recognized pinging system、uh, for Cantonese. Although there are still some tiny flaws in the system, say for example, they all often use the the letter J to represent the sounds that are supposed to be like Y. So for example, just now Yutpeng. So in the English spelling. It、uh, it comes down to J Y U P I N G, right? Like so, for example, like even for me, if I were to read that word, I would definitely not read it as Yutpeng. I would read it as like something like Jupeng. So I guess some people learning Cantonese、uh, also have reportedly said that the initial consonants are quite strange to read. And another thing is that even if you've already learned Yutpeng. Um, the initial consonants, the vowel, the final consonants, and the tone and numbers. If you let's say reverse search it in Google to look for the character, it might still give you several characters because, like I said,、uh, many many words have the same sound. And Yutpeng is a great system if you have、uh, or if you want the most accurate pronunciation. Yet、uh, I think the end goal really is to learn the Chinese characters. And sometimes I refer. Back to Yutpeng too. If there's a word that is easily confused, like sometimes there are words that Hong Kong people say that are not the accurate pronunciation, but since everybody uses it, it's the standard now, and people know what you're saying. But if you use actually like the the accurate pronunciation, Hong Kong people on the other hand might not actually understand you. Anyway. Uh, so the next system that I want to talk about would be the S L Wong romanization system. So this system is actually based on the I P A system, the International Phonetic Alphabet System. And the issue with this is that if you've ever learned I P A, this might just be an other extra effort.、Uh, I assume most of us learn a little bit of I P A back in school, but not extensively. So, like, say for for myself, my B A was. In English, so I did study it extensively in linguistics. So I think this system would be great for people who、uh, already are familiar with the IPA system and know how、uh, the sounds are pronounced in the system.、Um, and just like、uh, Yutpeng just now, they also use、uh, J to represent sounds of Y, for example.、Um, uh, and uh, they would spell like so. For example,、uh, the word Yap. Um, meaning one, they would spell it as J A T instead of Y A T, like jet instead of yet. 
So it can be、uh, quite confusing for some people. Now the next one I want to talk about is the Guangdong Romanization System. This system is、uh, also further divided into the Guangzhou Romanization System, Qiuzhou Qiuzhou Romanization, and the Hakka Romanization and the Hainanese Romanization. And obviously, these are like、uh, you know the dialects, and、uh, the most relevant here would be the Guangzhou Romanization System within the Cantonese subcategory. Now, the Guangzhou Romanization System is actually based on the Mandarin phonetic system. If you already speak Mandarin and know the Romanization system of Mandarin, this might be a better option. Now, the next one I want to talk about would be the Cantonese Pinyin system. This one is the one that directly corresponds to the SL Wang Romanization system, also using IPA. And、uh, this is also the only Cantonese romanization system that is recognized by the Hong Kong Examination and Assessment Authority. So, if you are actually looking to get yourself eventually qualified as a Cantonese speaker, like with a certain all,、uh, this might be a good romanization system to go with. And there's another、uh, romanization system that was developed by Yale. Now the good thing about this one, the Yale Romanization System, is that for the consonants, they use mostly English consonants to replace the weird Cantonese consonants. So it's close enough.、Um, and also interestingly, I believe、uh, in categorization, like、uh, they put Cantonese tones into six tones and up to seven tones. So I guess it dumps it down for most people. And another thing is that for the Yale system for tones, they're not actually going with the numbering system, and they're fo- following more of like a Mandarin system of like kind of like strokes to determine the tones. And I guess、um, you know there's no like、uh, you know better like which one is better or which one is worse. It's like I think it's good for people who might need、uh, more body gesturing to guide them to get the correct tone. And finally, the last system that I wanted to talk about would be the Sydney Lao Romanization System. Now, this system was originally proposed in the 1970s for expats、um, in Hong Kong, or I guess some would say expat is just a fancy word for immigrant, especially Caucasians. But、um, this system is generally more geared towards English speakers compared to Yale. A Sydney Lao system is more intended for English speakers, just from、uh, reading the phonetic symbols themselves.、Um, There are some more romanization systems out there, I believe, but these are more widely known.、Um, and like I said, which one that you want to go with really depends on you, which one you feel like is the most comfortable for you, and whichever system you go with. <clears throat> one small tip is to always associate a word or sound for these initial consonants, vowels, and final consonants. So when you do see these、uh, romanization or pinyin later, you can always go back to the most comfortable words and sounds that you know to compare and contrast and see if you got that right.
Now, on the same topic, if you still aren't sure if you're pronouncing these words right, along with the pinyin system, the romanization system, be sure to check like Google Translate. Remember to go for the traditional Chinese option, not the simplified, because、uh, if you go with the simplified, it will give you the、uh, Mandarin pronunciation instead. There is a better website、uh, developed by my alma mater,、uh, the Chinese University of Hong Kong.、Um, so, kind of like the website would be the、uh, human,、uh, as in human num, like、uh, sorry, so like h u m a n u m dot arts dot c o h a dot e d u dot h k slash lexis as in l e x i s slash canton slash. Or go on a Google search engine, and you can search <coughs> "cuhk Cantonese," and it should show up in the first couple results. Uh, and uh, this page gives you the option to search up in the individual words, or、um, you know,、uh, and then they also have the audio where you can play the word, you know, like you can hear it, and then it comes along with also the romanization. Uh, from the SL Wang system, the one I mentioned earlier. Also, they also show you words that are synonyms,、uh, synonyms or homophones. Yes, sorry. So they also show you words that are homophones. So like they have the same sound,、uh, and you can learn those words as well,、uh, and have、uh, like you know that have the same sounds as well. And you can firstly search the pinyin, like you know,、uh, the spelling of the、uh, Cantonese character, and search up the word as well. And the only thing with this website is that it's only available in Chinese, so you might need to use the initial Google Translate for the web page. Now, otherwise, when you're on that web page, on the left-hand side, there are two search bars. The top one is for searching individual characters, and the lower one is for searching with pinyin. Replaying those audios, however many times you need. Then, once you think that you're, you know, okay with it, then you can start searching for this word in a sentence,、uh, not on this website, but like maybe on Google, and see how it's pronounced in a sentence. Another tip that you must pay close attention to is the tones. Like I mentioned before, we have supposedly nine tones, but really, like I think some say that we have like eleven、uh, tones, and some say that we have six tones. Like according to whichever like romanization system you're going with, and each of these tones can form a different word with a different meaning. So to be clear, I will use the example of the word "see."、Si. As in the word yes in Spanish, like you know the sound. Now the word c with the same sound, so with the first sound c, which means poetry. Second sound c, so meaning like there are two characters. It can be history or feces, like as in poop. Number three would be c, as in test. And then number four would be. C, as in time, and number five would be C, as in market, and number six would be C, as in things or incidents. So I don't know if you can hear、uh, the differences in the tones. So like I will go with one, two, three, four, five, six again,、uh, without giving you the English meaning. So C, 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 C. 
C. It's hilarious. I don't know if you can hear it or you can just hear me say a bunch of C C C. But anyway, um, if you can hear them, great for you. And if you can't, just pay more attention to it, and like you can hear the slight changes in the tones. And another thing is that is very important to learning the sounds of Cantonese is that there are a lot of silent ending sounds. And what do I mean by that? So with the ending consonants,、uh, such as like the ones that are ending with K, T, P, for example,、um, an example would be、uh, say for example, bad back, bad subject, literally means eight hundred and eighty one. Now you can refer back to my episode on numbers to learn more about numbers. Let's say with SL Wong system for bad back, bad subject. So the spelling of it would be like bat as in b a t, and then back as in b a k, and then bat as in eight as in b a t again, sub as in s a p, and yat would be weirdly j a t. <clears throat> so now, if you so if you can hear me say bat bag, bat sub yat, eight hundred and eighty one, you can hardly hear me say. Any of the ending consonants, instead of pronouncing every individual consonant,、um, this is one of the characteristics of Cantonese. The ending consonant is there, but very slight. So, hence, sometimes for Cantonese people learning the ending sounds for, in English, sometimes they even have like issues pronouncing the ending consonants as well in English. Now another suggestion、uh, from me, if you're open to it, is that you can play Cantonese podcasts, radio, or Cantonese speaking things. I don't know songs or whatever. It can be soft music when you're sleeping. And many studies have shown that you are able to learn when you're sleeping. So kind of let that sink into your subconscious while you sleep. Now, first, I'm no doctor, but this research done by Dream.co.uk suggests that, let's say, an average person's life is just under eighty years old, like eighty years.、Uh, we spend about twenty-six years sleeping, and that's a lot of learning time that we might be missing out. If you're open to it, and if it doesn't disrupt your sleep too much, you can try this method as well. Now, you can also enable the speech-to-text function, for example, Siri or like functions that will allow your phone to read those Chinese characters to you, etc. Even though I know they might sound a little robotic. But you can just to check if they can actually like detect what you're saying and see if your pronunciation is accurate. Now this is quite a long episode, but there's a couple more things that I would like to mention, and one of which is challenging pronunciations. There are quite a few challenging pronunciations、uh, for non-native、uh, Cantonese speakers. And even native Cantonese speakers, and don't worry, with just a bit of hard work, you can be near native. Now, first, I would like to introduce some challenging initial consonant. There are some words that have no initial consonant. For example, part of my name, on, like on, meaning safe.、Uh, there's no consonant before the vowel.、Um, 
so many words that are like that, such as, for example, like ngoi, uh, ngoi means love. Now, um, there are uh, words that starts with uh, there are words that start with the in- initial consonant G W. So, for example, the word Cantonese Guangdong the first character Guang, so it would be like G W O N G. So Guang, it's like saying it um, saying the word Wang, but you're adding the G sound in front. So Guang. Guang. Now same sound but different tone. Guang, guang means light or bright. Now, do you think that you can get that initial consonant right? Now there are initial. Uh, I mean, there are words that start with a G. So, for example, initial consonants uh, starting with letter G would be similar but different from the consonants starting with the letters. G and W. So, for example, uh, for the word Hong Kong, Hong Kong, Hong Kong, the second character for Kong, Gong, would be like a G O N G, like a Gong, um, which is different from earlier the word Guang, Guang, and Gong, Gong. Can you hear the difference? Like Hong Kong and Guangdonghua. Can you hear them? Now, uh, the next one I want to talk about would be the uh, words that start with initial consonant uh, K and W. So similarly, um, we have initial consonants that start with K, W, and K. Those might also be very easily confused. So using the same vowel and ending consonants uh, with Kuang, uh, so K-W-O-N-G, so this word kuang um, means like mineral. Now kuang mineral starting with kw and guang starting with gw earlier Cantonese. Um, can you hear the difference? Kuang, guang. Now again, uh, I'm going to be introducing words that start with the letter k. Now. Uh, Again, using the same vowel and consonant uh, with the words starting with K, like Gong, like Kong, like Kong. So you would have a word like Kong, Kong, meaning like defense. Again, with Hong Gong and the word Kong, like defense, can you hear the difference? Gong and Kong. Now, there are also words that are very strangely starting with consonants with the letters N and G. So it's supposed to be a N sound. So this might be very challenging for some of you. Um, this one, but you, this one you must nail because the word I or me, ngo, starts with the NG consonant. So when you make this sound, it's like a you know, it's like the back of your tongue is touching your throat slightly. Uh, you know, that hanging thing that is in the back of your mouth. So try that and make a mm sound. So with the word ngo, ngo, try to make that sound mm and add kind of like an o sound um, to make ngo, ngo. 
some people who have lazy sounds don't pronounce the ng sound as well. So it's quite understandable. Uh, some other words like teeth, nga, nga, or the word like eyes, ngan, ngan. So they also start with the ng sound. And uh, so the next two ones that I'm go the the next two that I'm going to be talking about would be the initial consonant n and the initial consonant. L, so people might confuse the n and l initial consonants, and I mean even native speakers as well. They don't sometimes they don't really care, and uh, it's also that most of the time is quite easily understood if you're saying it wrong because obviously it's implied in the context. So for example, uh, the word no, no as in brain versus low, low meaning old. So a similar start sounding word that start with the L as the initial consonant, low, as in old. Can you hear the difference between brain, no, and old, low? Now, the next thing that I want to talk about is that sometimes, ng is the main vowel. Now, sometimes there are words that have no English vowels like a, e. E, o, u. They don't have these vowels, and the ng, the ng sound, becomes the main vowel. So, for example, such as the word ng, number five, or the word lunch, ng chan, ng chan. This, this sound has a slightly like is slightly different from the English utterance, mm, like when you're unsure or if you're thinking about something. Uh, with the mm, uh, the ng sound, supposedly your mouth should be slightly open, your lips slightly parted when you are pronouncing this sound. Whereas for the unsure, like the unsure mm sound, uh, that would be like a closed mouth sound where your lips are touching each other. So see if you can pronounce these words: number five, mm, and lunch, mm, chan. Some locals still pronounce the ng, the ng sound as under m sound, which is understandable for you know other locals. Now, finally, uh, the final consonants. Um, moving on to final consonants, uh, there are sometimes, like I said before, uh, that would end with k or t or p. So these are uh, silent, just like I said before, just like earlier, the word back is in hundred. B A K bath versus the one that ends with T, which is bat, bat eight. So can you hear the difference? Bat as in hundred and bat as in eight. Now also we also have this annoying ng sound as the final consonant. The words that end with ng sounds, such as both characters in Hong Kong, Hong Kong. With the ending sound ng, like I said, the back of your tongue is slightly touching the back of your throat. Whereas some people might confuse the ending sound ng with uh, the ending sound n, such as the character gone. Gone meaning rush or in a rush. So exactly the same sound as the English word 
gone. Uh, the past participle of the word go. So some people whose mother tongue is Cantonese, very interestingly, they also confuse the ng and the n uh, final consonant. So, for example, with gone meaning rush, they would say gong as in kong in Hong Kong. So can you see if you can pronounce these words correctly? Gone meaning rush, and gong meaning kong in Hong Kong. Now, uh, you know, initially when I first started um, the podcast uh, with the written materials, I actually have something called the dummy pinging. Um, so this dummy pinging, like I really started it. Uh, basically, you are really supposedly, um, uh, you know, uh, you're supposed to read it like English, but with Chinese, I mean Cantonese accent, and it's really not a system. Uh, and I will be leaving that for the academics who are working on studying this. Uh, so please, please, please don't take. Um, The dummy pinging as the most accurate pinging or pronunciation. Uh, it's just that when I, uh, uh, you know, use this dummy pinging, it's really like that. I was hoping that people won't have to completely demolish your pre-existing English alphabetical or pronunciation concepts. It will just be a kind of like adding a little or chopping off a little. Um, But uh, so since it's not a system for me, it's like just like putting whatever sound that works in English that can form Cantonese words. Uh, so now because I haven't been adding those dummy pinging back, so uh, I will go back to the lessons where I didn't include them. So you can perhaps look at that and then see if you can it might help you or not. If it doesn't help you, obviously just go back to the actual romanization systems, or you can just start there. Um, and uh, if you do have any further questions, don't be shy and holler at me. Uh, if you have these questions, I'm pretty sure others might have them as well. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, and if you want to go uh, and look up for my written materials, go on www.theartofhonghongkeysbyadummy.com or go on my Facebook page, which would be The Art of Hong Kong Geese by a Dummy. Thanks so much for listening, and see you next time.